fellowship with other believers. So great. Have your Bibles. So great. We're continuing our journey. We're in Acts chapter two. Thank you that you were in Acts chapter two. And I have a couple of friends up here on the couch. These are some of our NGI interns. And uh, just let me introduce them real quick. I want to introduce them to you. Your story. Uh, Next Generation Interns is a ministry that we have here at City Church. We're empowering the next generation to become ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, currently we have seven full-time NGI interns. Derek is the director of operations. Thank you, Lord, that you've called the program. But over here to your far right, I have George. And everyone say hi to George. Over here in the middle, I have Michael. Everyone say hi, Michael. And uh, over here, yeah, we look at this story, we look at our, our scripture in uh, context, and everything in the Bible is about context. I'm going to say, hi, Melanie. And what oh, was sorry about that. Is that Peter I'm going to brag on her just a little bit here, just a few moments. But uh, you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Acts He's chapter 2. He's like warning Acts him. chapter 2. Last week we finished. He's warning him. He talked about the gospel, the story, the gospel God loves you. And God that Peter, this man, you know, really messed up, and perverse God used him to declare and, and, and the most powerful message that God still reverberates 2,000 years God wants to enable you to live a supernatural This story life. What's is all about Jesus. Just we declared it. We sung, I believe. I, I've been pressing this morning to lead that song because there's just something about declaring what we believe. I believe in the Father. I believe in the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe they are the only one. I believe that. I don't understand that. That, and it's but difficult, I believe and it's that. hard, and the fact I is, life, the story life is about Jesus. God is not just hard. I, so Peter I, declares the story. It's a powerful story, He's and he says this story, to make this story, the power of God's the Spirit of coming and living in you isn't just for this generation. It's for all generations. What you felt this morning in our worship, corporate worship experience. Was God the loves spirit today. of Jesus? God loves people. The God spirit loved these of Jewish God. people that had gathered together the God. at the God's place of Pentecost. God, you felt His purpose. And God had a the fact is, He's alive and dwells inside of those this, who believe. When we gather together this, like this, he had messed there's a stronger up really reality of His presence. I mean, he had really messed there's a stronger up. reality of His grace. There's but here's a stronger reality of recognizing that we're not alone. So I want to pick up this morning in verse number forty, which is kind of where we stopped last week. I just I think we actually read these, but I want to just reiterate these verses, and then Peter we're preaches. going to focus on verses 42 through 47. But beginning with verse number 40, actually you to stand with me this heart morning in the honor of it's reading very, God's very word. clear. He lays it out. Acts he talks about beginning Jesus' with verse number 40. supernatural life. And the Bible says, with many other words, he mourned them, them. He, and he, he pleaded. So he's still in the preacher mode. Sin that right? Jesus just preaching his heart out. He warned them. He the fact warned is that the guys, God holds this life without Jesus. Life, I mean, just life on its own is hard. But without Jesus, Peter your life is impossible. Jesus I mean, it won't make any sense. You'll live for yourself and the He's world. warning them to break yourself hold of him. And on the third day, generation, the generation that you and I live in today, brothers, I might witness corrupt and wicked as any generation. I might witness. I've seen it. The Savior men that are with us, the people that are with me, those who accept His message were baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Not, not just as Verse number 42. Lie, and they devoted. Everyone said they devoted? The right the they committed themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread this is and to prayer. This and everyone was filled with awe you had at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. In order for you to all the believers were together, again. had everything in common. Everyone say everything? I'm always concerned about people who say all. Are you reading this? Peter had a story. His life had changed. Now he's presenting this the gospel, powerful. the clear message of salvation and hope for the whole world. Verse 45. I mean, they sold property and possessions so powerful to give to anyone bang. who had need. I mean, the church and every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. 
They broke they, bread they in their homes there. and they ate were, together they were there with glad and sincere hearts. Gathering together. Praising God. Everyone say praising God. The feast of and enjoying the favor of, of the, the all holy days the, that the children and of Israel celebrated. The number. They had Daily three holy days and, were being and, and this, this one was like a party. Here's the fact. I mean, they the fact like is today, they, they party from December 23rd all the way to January 2nd. You We're going to pray this morning for a missionary that was with us on Wednesday. It was called the Feast of Engathering. They just celebrated the goodness of God. They celebrated life and God's abundance and blessing for them. And they would eat meals and they would share it together with their families and their friends. And actually built these together. You can go today in Hasidic communities or Orthodox communities, Jewish communities. And you'll see the Feast of Pentecost. It's called Sukkot. And they have these little booths. These little houses right that the they make on the, there. the side of their homes, and their friends come over, Western and they have meals, and God, for they do life together. It's a very interesting holiday. Father, we thank you for Kay this morning. It was a natural and spiritual reality to this. It was the, the natural reality. It was a time of gathering and God, we celebration, but the spiritual reality that it was a time of harvest. It was a time of harvest. And the message of Jesus Christ and the gospel, the good news of the gospel was going forward. And these men were so impacted. Their lives were so we as a church impacted family by this give and message. can support the call of God, not just here in our community and city, but you know, around the world. You know, they had a step. And, Jesus and as we get to chapter, name and chapter, said, chapter 2, verse 40 through 47, we recognize, we recognize that there were some internal things the that heart were of the happening gospel. in that community. The that they were story. challenging the people of their the central theme of the story that is that, yes, that it accepted uh, the message. When Peter preached, here was his message. To take their next it was... Step. It was Jesus' morning. Supernatural I've invited Melanie Castro. No one had ever done the thing. second year in This is a story. When you're telling the story of Jesus, this is the pattern for you to follow. You can look at this in your Bible. This is exactly what people need to hear. She has one life. And Jesus, Peter not only talked about his death on the cross, but he talked about how that death took place. That death took place because they nailed him to the cross. Holding them responsible for their sin. The fact is, is every person, every person on the planet has sinned, but not everyone believes that. <laughs> the reality um, so today is that God holds Peter us responsible for our sin, and people need to know, uh, know that they're a sinner. You can never get maybe, saved until you know, you know family, what you're getting saved from. Peter preached and, um, this message, so and the resurrection really of Jesus. So Jesus is, was not come, didn't come back as a ghost, but he's physically alive, and now he's ascended to the right hand of the Father. I want you to know, if you don't believe anyone in the world was praying for you today, Jesus is praying for you. Jesus is praying for you. Because the Bible says it, that he's our intercessor, he's our intermediary. He's standing um, at the, he's seated at the place and, um, of authority, and he's praying for you. And, he's praying um, for us. But, uh, so that's the heart of the gospel. Like that's the message of now, Jesus. And, and Peter is preaching this message, and, so and bam! I mean, bam! It's like bam! 3,000 people accept the message. And I don't my know about life you, has just but been completely I mean, transformed I had, you know, because of it. Fairly and large groups of people, of the scripture 50, that, that is, you know, or a couple make me, or making me new, but also the godly relationships that God has placed transferred on me. And so many of you have just been a part of that, that have just, you know, smiled. From one moment, not being really sure what they believed about Jesus, they're saying, yes, I believe that Jesus is Lord. Yes, I believe that I don't fully understand it, but yes, I believe that Jesus died for me and rose from the dead for me. Yes, I believe. I mean, in that woman, that's a powerful message. That message reverberates all throughout the world, uh, even to this very day. Proud of them. 
They what are was it about? Right in the second row. What was and so, taking place? What yeah, were the things awesome. that made this possible? Well, first of all, there were cultural and, things um, that were so happening. In my family, they were the at the Feast of Pentecost. Really that, this is one of the high um, holy door, traditions of the three, three major feasts, years, the three major really times that the Jewish people would make pilgrimages to Jerusalem. This was one of them. And this is the party one. This is the one that this one went on for nine days. They actually built little portable booths on the side of their houses, and in those booths. They would, so they would have the celebrations, middle, and they would eat um, good food and for nine days. It's kind of like our Christmas. I just want to say, I'm, I'm, you know, they just kept, like, we start Christmas really a couple of days before we go all the way to the New Year's, and, um, and that's basically him, what it was like, for them. But it was the Feast of Ingathering. So it wasn't just natural. There was a natural gathering together of a commonality of language and belief system. They were all Jews. They all believed the Bible. Peter preached the Bible. He quoted the scriptures. They came right out of his heart proving who um, Jesus was. And, and, and this natural so this natural affinity that they had because they had this commonality um, of language and um, belief the in the Bible and then this time of celebration. And so, there was just some things um, that were so taking really, place. So it was the right time, the right time and the right place with the right person, with the right message caused the gospel to explode. This man Peter is a fascinating man because he goes from making a big mess of his life to being used by God to declare a powerful message of grace. And what you have to and hear then, today, um, like Peter, really our lives, our lives without so Jesus are a mess. But God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. God wants to take your life and use it to tell the story and the message of Jesus. So I want you to know there's hope for you today. There's hope for Peter, this rascal, this rascal of a young man. There's hope for us today. The story today is never about us. This thing is never about us. It's always about Jesus. And us as a family, See, like we were created together. to be part of God's family. We, we, you know, we, we Peter was Bible, part of the family of um, God. Peter had been chosen to be and, one and of so, Jesus' like, we, we are chosen really disciples. And not to say that he it's was always chosen pretty, by God um, because sometimes himself. it's painful and sometimes you're created it's annoying, by God to be part of His family. We got each other's nerves, All of us and, in this room, um, every person on this planet. The Bible says that God is not willing that anyone should perish. God wants everyone to be part of His family today. Peter has this ethos. He has so this, as I, this I, I person really God wants to has this in encounter. Our church, in our, in our He's had an encounter. And, um, the I, fact is today, when you, you encounter guys, Jesus, really like you have a story. Today, it always concerns really me when people that say that they're Christians, is, but they have no story of an encounter with Jesus. Because the um, fact is, so when real. you get saved, when you really get born again, you will know that God is real. You will know that Jesus is alive. You will know that he is your God. You will know it. It isn't like a mystery. He had there, the right ethos. He was the right person because he had an incredible message of grace. But he also had the right logos. He had the right word. He had the word of God in him. He had the word. He had just been taught by Jesus for almost 50 days. Jesus had opened his eyes. He'd given him revelation about the scriptures from the Old Testament, about who he was. He had also the right um, there are right people passion. in this community that fire. that are hurting, and that, something that about needs the fire someone that understands that pain. Something about the and presence that needs of someone Jesus. That knows the scriptures I love to hear it when people just get saved and, um, and they start telling like their story to other people. This is just your heart the fact is, the longer you serve Jesus, the less often you tell your story Unless you're forced to, like me, because you're paid to be a preacher. But the fact is, most people in the pew, the longer that you serve Jesus, the less people you actually tell about But I just want to tell you that you would be so 
Jesus is speaking. What we're learning today as we study our story this morning, we're studying our story this morning, is that Peter has this message, and he's challenging them them to take their next step This morning, Melanie Castro is going to come, she's going to talk about this next step and what they did. Melanie Castro is one of our second-year interns here at City Church. She runs now as our Connection Minister. Thank you. Full-time student. She's working here at the church full Melanie, time, over the connections and, ministry, and a partially paid her whole job is to help you take she's your living next step. the abundant life she has no life but the abundant life and she's living the blessed life and we are I want so you to know proud today, of Melanie this were, morning were let's give Melanie Castor a great big hand you know, as she comes and shares with us this morning powerful about corporate worship worshiping Jesus together they had that revelation they had that changed life they well, studied the Bible oh. together they, they had meals so as Pastor is sharing Peter just stood up and he shared the gospel and with thousands of people and 3,000 people made the decision to follow Christ and became a part of the family. And um, it says in verse 42, well, their next step, their next step was to join a community and, and to become one. And so in verse 42, it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread. I mean, there were there there were signs and wonders because there was unity in that house. Um, unity among so those believers. They had a so common simple. mission, like a common goal, out, and that was to make the name together, of Jesus famous in their generation. And I want you to know and, um, that God of yesterday is the God of today. The God that worked miracles in the apostles in that day is the God that works miracles Signs and wonders. I mean, it's amazing. The fact is that it's a sign and a wonder that people can gather together and get along with a common goal that's not about them. That's a sign and a wonder. But there were miracles. There were healings. There were physical healings and miracles. We'll actually that, that has changed my life, but also the godly relationships. And I love to hear the testimonies. Here, I love to hear the miracles that God that. has worked so in our lives. So many of you have actually been a part of that. Who are like healed specifically, there are there are people that have ago, really played really a big role. But, um, but so many of you have have been there to encourage me on my walk and hug me and smile and and really speak truth into me, even when I didn't want to hear it. And so I'm so grateful for that. And you've been a huge part in shaping me on this journey. Signs and warnings so that a person who can be addicted I to some kind of bondage like to live in drug, community, but my family alcohol, has pornography, also. whatever and, um, the issue so I want to show this picture of, of my family. That's this a sign on Christmas that God Eve. is among you. That's a um, wonder so that doctors can't fix. I believe the there's 12 people pictured there, there's maybe a, 11. There is a doctor um, in the house. So my parents are in the middle. That's my, um, my stepdad, but I call him Papi. extravagant generosity. I want you just to see this verse. I love what the Bible says. All the believers are together. They had everything in common. They sold their property and possessions. They sold their property and possessions, and they gave to anyone who had unbelievable generosity. My parents have opened up their house to allow four college students to live with us, two of them, which are interns. I mean, I've been tied into the data Two of them actually don't live with us in this picture, but they might as well because they're at our house every weekend. (laughs) It was never Um, about a number for me. It was never about an amount for me. I didn't own it anyway, and I was just doing what God had asked me to do. Yeah. These guys, they so, um, everything. So my parents have like done this for, for, for ever since I can remember. They've opened up our house to allow people who just need um, a hand, uh, you know, a hand up. And, um, and so I've seen them just literally and, mother and father, you know, dozens of people years, coming into uh, our house. When the church and, um, really operates, we've seen so many lives really changed. So I just want to show the, the, the next picture. There's um, never that's, a lack. That's us on Thanksgiving. The Bible says that they, the so that's our growing family. Lack, no that's um, people that don't really life, live with us, but they might as well attention. also. They're there almost every weekend. Um, and so, the provision of God through finances. Uh, in this picture, there is one um, one person. They're actually they um, celebrating five months clean of cutting. And then the Bible says that they found special favor. 
want you to look God's at verse, so this next verse with you. The Bible says that in verse 47, praising and God and enjoying favor. There's another person there that is pictured, um, and they are they, they really identify themselves as, as a prodigal son. Uh, you know, and they, they, you know, they were in church so and they for what left the Lord and they came back the and he's really found a home and a family. Not, not only here, but in, in my house. Our Sunday gathering and also, eight of these people that are pictured come from either a single parent trips, home or their parents just aren't really awesome present. And, and so, and I'll go really around our community and I'll meet different pastors from, and different pastors' gatherings. And I'll, um, I'll hear people And say, I share all this because oh, we're really um, we are literally just doing church. community together. And, and, and it's painful. And it's annoying sometimes. So, we've all learned how to grow and sacrifice and love each other and accept each other just where we are. And I feel like this is what God wants to restore in all of us. He really wants to restore. That telling someone else of, of the just good believers news of Jesus that love Christ. each other and accept each other the for who they are, even, our world needs even a light. through the pain. Our world and, um, needs a light. So as I was our world needs a bright light for, for, for you guys this weekend. They don't need people telling them that God hates them. They don't need people telling them that they're failures. Like, we're they just really lonely. Saying, we have a God who's a Savior who's come to heal and to restore. We try to run away from it and we try to escape it. But it's so we offer there. that forgiveness. And, um, we offer I just want to let you know that you were not Christ. designed to live alone. And you were, you were designed to be today. in a relationship not really only with God, but with other people. And there's a community of believers that wants to um, be with you and embrace you and, and love you for who you are and where you are. And um, so don't be afraid of that. Just be, be willing to be open. Um, and then the second, the second, actually, feel like some of us in here. One touch we're, from Jesus um, can change We're kind of like, you know, we've done that. Course. You know, I'm like, that sounds God cute. Hope you, know, that's, you know, that's awesome. One touch from um, Jesus but, you know, I've been hurt child back by community. I've been hurt by people. And, and I, I don't want to do that. And, or maybe you think, maybe we think that that we're just too spiritually mature and we don't need to grow in that way because we've already done it. Um, and that's the exact reason why we need you. And there are people in this community that need you because you understand the pain. It was not because it wasn't based on man. It was based and, um, on you, man, Jesus Christ. And you are, are mature God enough to, to love on them and to teach them the ways of Pastor Jesus. Glenn and I, we and then I feel like some of you, like, this is just your heartbeat. Like, you love this. You, you want to do community. You want to be God there for someone. And um, I just want to say that it is painful, but it's so worth it. And you'll be so fulfilled because that's exactly what we were created and designed to do and to be. And, not only and the what I realized when you look at the church outside. here in Acts, the reason and, um, that it was able to grow so as they gathered together, they their lives path. were changed. They and maybe cleared the pathway like for the Holy Spirit to um, work But also they impacted the world and, and they changed history. And pastor's going to We're grateful that. when God adds hundreds. But in the book of Acts, God, God saved. <laughs> Come on, amen. A couple of years ago, I went to Jobs. And there was a pastor from Bogota, Colombia. And, and so they did life together because we're better together. We're better together. And when they were together, and when you look at verse number 42, the Bible says every Friday night they gathered together 80,000 people in the worship soccer stadium to worship Jesus. They, it was just an amazing study. story. They devoted themselves to the apostles' him and he teaching. About clearing the path they broke the bread. They had meals together. They just did life. What had happened is that they had like formulated a way for believers to meet together in groups and community. And that's what this whole thing is about. Basic elements. This whole thing is about believers getting together in community because we do life the Christian life. Together. And there were results of it. You see, when, when you get into a group healthy, of other Christians, Pastor Glenn and I, we talk environment for you to experience daylight changes. <laughs> the optimal the environment for you to grow as a Christian is when you do love. God's love brought to when more you people sit in our down, community. That's other the heart of Jesus. talk about the Bible. When and, and what I have said often, alongside and, and I believe this with all my heart, as a matter of fact, healthy the model of Jesus, Jesus automatically grow. had his 12. A healthy family had his 12. 
you know, healthy finance, a financial strategy. First of all, because it's biblical. Healthy it's what they grow, did in the early grow church. Spiritually, grow wise. Jesus had a group of twelve guys. Acts two forty two. We he, see what happens. They ate meals together. They the results together. are they phenomenal. Life. They, the results of a healthy church small are unbelievable. There were signs and wonders. There were miracles. Large group and we believe in miracles. We don't put large groups in a previous on some kind of thousands of people regulating him to work in a certain time period. In the early church, thousands we believe that of Jesus Christ gathered same together yesterday, and today, and forever. And, and because Jesus. they were in community, because life the life really and the flow of Jesus, really because God always blesses unity. There were miracles, they from house unbelievable house, and they miracles, and they ate signs, they prayed and together, and they encouraged one another. <laughs> and one of the miracles that Jesus spent most of his time with Jewish people, the fact is that that's a miracle. I mean, the spirit of extravagant generosity. I mean, they were selling their homes, their possessions, and they were giving to everyone start to unpeel the layers had of your life. They were giving. Share with they lived open. These are challenging verses. I love our These are difficult verses for us as a Christian community they have to wrap our brain around. You know, what's said in and then the Bible says they had favor. It's kind of like vague, Verse number 46, it says and they had the favor of groups all they really open up. They really of God. pull off the mask. When the community recognizes what I'm you're doing in a community, that's God's favor. They're going there every We're not anybody here at City Church. It's always been about Jesus. It always will be about Jesus. But we believe that God has called us to reach the next generation. It's been our mantra. It's been our message. Because we believe that this generation will declare the wonders of God to their generation. And we, I'll travel around our community and our city, and I'll hear other pastors talk about what a wonderful job you're doing. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. But what I do know, what I do know is that we have a heart to bring leaders who are able to grow. And as a result of that, the Lord has shown us favor. The Lord has shown us much favor in this community. Look at verse 46. And when we do it God's way, God favors the righteous cause. And the Bible says in verse 46, when you live life by God's pattern, you'll have God's favor in your life. I, mean, do you I want you to hear this this morning. To Listen to me today. The Bible, one God day of God's favor you have that? is better than a whole you year. You have someone in your life that you talk one touch about God one touch. God could turn your financial situation. One touch, and you can have a job. I have one touch, and you can get a healing in your body. One touch from Jesus, and your marriage can be restored. One touch, a life that has no hope can be now filled with hope. One touch. That's the favor of God. The favor of the Lord is upon those who do it His way. And they were doing life God's way. The favor of the Lord. Every time He talks to me, there was spectacular growth. Every once I'll say, hey, this is not a counseling session. One of the reasons we're talking about community this morning is because we're talking about the roadblocks. i got another friend that every time we talk, he's growing. He's preaching the message where he's preached on Sunday. But we believe that we're talking so about many more people. I just I love wants it. to say, I'd love it. You know, when you look at look God, at the New Testament, about we'll see every the church day. and just grow by and addition, this is where maturity. This is where growth. God wants when to multiply the influence. When you start to have friends in your life that are speaking truth, multiply the influence of life to you. They broke bread. They had meals together. They shared the truth. So we look at this. We see the results. They were powerful. Powerful, strategy powerful, is very powerful. We want you to do three things at City Church. And three the, things these we results were we a direct, a direct correlation to them meeting together the daily. The first one, we like want everyone to be part of a gathering. Like faith. There's getting you know, together in small the groups, teams, communi- uh, being in communion with other believers is the optimal environment for life change. It's the optimal environment for life change. At City Church, we believe that every person in this room needs to be connected in community in some form of a group. We believe. 
people gathered and we want you to experience that life. We want you to experience signs and wonders. We want you to experience the, the favor of God. We want you to experience spiritual and life. We believe that small groups are the best way for that to take place. We believe that you connecting shoulder to shoulder, side by side, doing life together with friends of like mind, connect with other believers. We believe that we do life grow healthier together. It's just a fact. So why should you do it today? And every Why person do well, it's just biblical. Group. You got to have someone in your life. The pattern have groups can do all kinds of things. Groups can do four-wheeling. Had his small group. You know, some guys Jesus spent most of groups their time with them. You know, he, he declared the gospel, the gospel to the multitude. I don't care what you do, but get with other believers to do life together. The fact is, Jesus talked about your kids. I mean, whatever. Lived his life, developing and training and equipping other people to advance the cause of Christ. And that's and we the heart of the gospel. The, the heart of the gospel isn't just slide for this generation, but to pass this thing on to the next generation. It's a simple process that, that Jesus we just led the way. And his disciples just continued that tradition. They just lived in community. They did life together. They followed the lead of Jesus. You can look at verses 46 and 47 in our text this morning. And the Bible says that they, and every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad, sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor. The fourth one is to all reach the out to others. We talk about the mission. Met together. The mission. Met together. They Living joined together. Intentionally. At City Church, our strategy is very simple. Of Jesus Christ. This is what we believe God wants for every person. That's why you're here. Starting this your family. We believe God wants you to be part of a large gathering. There's something powerful about corporate worship. There's something powerful about identifying with a large group of people. So why? Why would your faith with Jesus? There were 3,000. There's no limitation on the size of a church. A couple of years ago, I went to a church growth thing, and and I met this pastor. He was from Columbia. And uh, I've his been church, church for 250,000 years. I've been in part of this. And how does the church I can tell you in 10 years? Will go to church, but how does the church get 250,000 people? Because they remove all the churches that they never. But they absolutely the believe is that every person they never part of a large church. Their large church gathering was held in the soccer stadium that seated out 80,000 people. To connect. They believe that everybody should be in a large church gathering. We believe every person needed to be part. We also find a place of support and encouragement. We all need together. Come on, I need encouragement. That result, that reality happened because we started growing. And we have here at City Church, we call the growth track. Last couple weeks, that's a growth track is a very simple little strategy. You can see it's 1.0 is discovering City Church. 2.0 is knowing God. 3.0 is finding your purpose. 4.0 is reaching others. And we believe that as you step into this growth track, it will become a growth track for your life. I was texting. It will become a growth track for your life as you connect your community with other believers and discover your gifts and learn to serve. A group of friends. Be part of a Christian community. Support you grow. In Christian community, there's some things that take place. There's a spiritual growth. Connect with other people. You'll never be able. You not only connect with other people, you learn the support, the care, concern. I went to the hospital. This week to visit someone, and, 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 and you know, I wanted to do it, but so uh, the spiritual growth. You know, I mean, I have lots of things going, but I stopped in and. And as Brother, I was leading other people into our group, we were able to, in and to, to, were uh, the person to, to reach out. Well. Jesus said in Matthew what 22, I do. to go to the street awesome. corners and invite I just, people. To I realize that there's all, something powerful so that when people in the community, lines. other brothers and sisters in the, the body is can come alongside. The they grow spiritually. When you connect, you study the Bible together. You talk about the things of God together. And you're able to reach out and bring other people into your circle that don't know Jesus. It's way easier for people to get together to first meet other Christians. And yes, small group sometimes in a large church. God downloaded and the new leaders are developed. He teaches you. So I want us to see a couple of teams that I'm part of. Talk about groups that encourage I meet with here at City Church. First one is our deacon team. And uh, we meet once a month on Saturdays. We met yesterday morning. Build up the Richard Miles is in the back here as the deacon captain. 
just and there's just an awesome leader. We never talked about this. We talked about this challenge. You know, this yesterday. Another team at the end of our time, we prayed for finances and strategy. Every prayer request that comes in, kind of thing. We're calling on God. Guys here, watch this body. There'd be a stronger sense of community and love, and that we would grow together. Because we're sharing together. encouragement. I, I love being with these guys. They're, they're just they're they're they're, they're brothers. That I've been so you know, I have many many years here, and I'm so thankful that they're in my life. And then this next group is a, a group. Of, these are some of the interns and some of our staff. We were at a at a pastor's gathering just a couple months ago. Love being and we do life together. We share together. We there's meals together. We talk together. We encourage one another. Now, I know I have a built-in setting here, but the fact is, God. the fact is, when I started this church, we had no built-in setting. But we were passionate about the mission, healthy, because we were passionate about the call of God. Other people came alongside. Healthy life. When you're passionate about following Jesus, you will find yourself a healthy life. And we have a little mantra that we say here. God wants you to be healthy, happy, whole, God has humble, faith-filled, born-again child of God. Jesus said, God wants every person here to give it to you more. Healthy in your spirit, healthy in your body, healthy in your mind. God wants you, want you to have God wants you to be called happy. He wants you, I want you to be joy. free from sin. God wants you to understand it's not holy. you, but it's Him. He wants you to be it's free from sin. Recognize that Jane saved and kept you trapped. And God loves you. I want you to walk in humility. It's going to happen this morning. This is not every person about you came in today should have got a little group brochure. Do I get one up here? That's what God wants for every one of you. When you came in this morning, every person here. This is going to happen this morning. Every person here got a little brochure. Let's lend this. Can you just hold this brochure? We're talking about small groups. Everyone should have one of these. Ushers, if you do not have one of these brochures, can you raise your hand? All right. Anybody here does it? Every person. Everybody. Oh, we got lots of people. Ushers are going to get one. Don't have one of these. Just look your hand up real quick. Just keep your hand up. Everyone in this You guys, I need some help in the back there. You guys pass. Just keep your. If you don't have one of these. These are just some of the groups. These are just a little uh, mostly these morning. are adult groups here, but we also have about 14 or 15 groups for young adults and for our high schoolers. And Inside of here is here at City some of our small groups, mostly adult groups. And when you came in today, you noticed that the outside of the building was just a little bit of wide open church. And so what's going to happen in just a couple moments, Pastor Glenn is going to receive the offering, and we're going to dismiss you today. But what's going to happen today is we're going to challenge you to find your group. If you're not part of a group, we're going to challenge you to become part of a group. There's a little flyer in there that talks about one of the financial classes that's coming up. And these then are some of the if you're here today and you're a Christian, or I mean, you're ready to you know, start a people's passion. I mean, one of the if you don't, you can't groups, find a group that you want to be part of today. So you can then we're going to encourage you to start a group. You can look through these so groups. There's a little there's flyer inside of there. I would like to start a university this morning. We're going to. We're going to encourage you to great opportunity for you. If we could just take just a moment to, this morning, I want you to just close your eyes. In order. God is speaking to us today. Guys, you just close the doors. You're interested in me. I appreciate that. You're walking around here. Or you've had God's something speaking in your heart to us today. To. We're better together. And there's not a group for you. We want you to start as your next step with God today. We want, we believe Maybe you're in this room this morning. You've never accepted Christ. Your next step is to become a follower of Jesus. We want you to love you this morning. God's next step is for you. Jesus loves you. no limitation. I want you right now just to close your eyes. I mean, you I never want to miss an opportunity life with other Christians. You, you never want to miss a moment. You become part of the family. Give someone and how we become part of the family. Just say, Jesus, I surrender life to Jesus. my life to you. Jesus, Maybe that's your turn born again. again. Maybe you're here this and morning. Maybe you've been hurt. The whole issue being part of other again, groups of Christians. Yes, they've said Jesus. something to you. They've hurt surrendering you. To I want you to know today that you're here in this room. Life isn't pain free. your life to Jesus. He does lift our heavy burdens. God wants you to He's the answer to your pain. He's the it's solution to your problem. It's an awesome thing. He wants to it's set not a prayer to you. It's far from you. are here in this room. God this morning, is you just you're, want me to pray You're feeling God you. speaking to you. I'm going to challenge you to feeling join and become part of a small group in just a moment. You know today, you need prayer this morning. Pastor, 
I don't know Jesus I want today. You to surrender your life to I have something in my heart. I'm, there's no one looking it's right hurting now. today, and I really need Jesus to live. That's burden. you today. That's you this morning. If you just raise your hand wherever you're at. Anybody in this room? Two, three. Anybody in this room? I see those hands. I see the hand back there. Come on, anyone else? Then I see the hand. The Holy Spirit speaking. Can we just? I want everyone just to say this for Lord Jesus. I want to say this out loud. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. You're here this morning. Thank you that you died on the cross. You need someone to pray for. Thank you that you rose from the dead. That there's a deep hurt. Maybe you've been part. Thank you that you were praying of a group and just for me. I, want I receive your forgiveness. God is the I surrender God my is life the to you today. God I believe that, fixes. God is the one that, that you are my helper. And you are my source. Your present, and you are my strength. I confess with my life today. My mouth today. today you need prayer. Well, but I can't do this without you. From this day forward, Jesus. Help me to live for you. Lord Jesus, I thank you in your name. Grace. Father, every Father, person has a burden in this room. You're the lifter of us. You see lift every burden. And I pray, God, you see every person who said yes to you this morning. Father, for those this morning, just that sense of that burden, that weight that they've come in here The wonderful and the mighty name of God, I thank you that you are in all God's to bring freedom and liberty. God bless you. Pastor Glenn. God, I speak. Can we give Pastor Melanie Castro a big hand for helping us this morning? For every person in this room. Thank you that you are their burden bearer, that you care. So proud of them. to meet your needs. And I pray and for Melody did a great I job. Our ushers are coming for this time. We're going to receive this morning's tithes I and offerings. The devourer, and as you're preparing to give, I want to let you know there are many ways you can give here. God, you can use the offering blessing. envelope and give Jesus' check right in front of you there in your seat pocket. And then also in your seat pocket, we just gave you a new graphic to look at. And this is mobile giving. So if you would like to give through your mobile device, the text messaging, the there's an app that you can download. However you'd like to do that, you can put this in your purse or wallet or or stick it, make it to an airplane and throw it at your child. Whatever you'd like to do, that's for you. And uh, that's how you can give mobily. And uh, this uh, month's scripture verse is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And I'd like us all to say this together. Now, uh, if you're new to our church, we try to focus on one verse for the month and see if maybe we can memorize it by the end of it. All right. So here we go. Matthew 6, 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well, right? And in this context, Jesus is addressing our need. They are the, the, As he's speaking to the individuals that are here, these individuals were worrying about how they were going to pay for their bills, figure everything out. We've all been there. And so in, in our lives, we all have need in some form or some fashion. And Jesus is saying, hey, in the midst of your need, seek me. Seek my righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. And I want you to know today that your giving is making a difference here at City Church. I am blown away at what God is doing. And every single month, people are getting into the baptismal pool. People are making decisions to follow Christ. Every month, people are graduating the growth track. Every month, people are growing in their in their walk with Christ. And I just couldn't be more proud of you. And I want you to know it doesn't happen without you and I giving. And so let's give with an open heart today. And, uh, and know that as we are giving and putting our finances first in his kingdom, that we can be uh, full of faith, knowing that God is going to take care of everything that we're in need of today. So let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, for the gift and the giver this morning. And God, uh, we hold in our hands, or maybe we've given online, or maybe we've given through text message, God, an offering to you. And God, it's our hard-earned money, and it means a lot to us. But God, you mean more. And Lord, I thank you that for every single family unit today that is seeking your kingdom first putting you first above everything, every single thing else. And God, I uh, speak your blessing over them today. Lord, I pray that God, for all those that may need jobs, 
that, God, you'd open up doors for jobs today. And, Lord, we trust you as our source. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. go ahead and stand to your feet. I'm going to dismiss you today and and just give some final instruction here. You have a group uh, brochure here. Look through these. But listen, not only do we have a beautiful graphic here for you, all of our small group leaders have leaped out of the pages of this uh, brochure. They are all around the outside of our table. Spend a few minutes. Take the next five to ten minutes before you leave and go uh, go meet somebody. Look at all the tables. You're gonna there's gonna be some snacks out there. And then also with, within your brochure, you can fill this out, and uh, that, and then you can sign up for any group that you want to. So check out the groups, check out the tables, and get connected somewhere. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week.